It's time for episode 337 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, March 11th, 2020. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that springs only half an hour forward. I'm Dan Morin, and I am joined across this internet of ours by my friend and co-host, Mr. Micah Sargent. How are you doing today, Micah? I am doing well, although an hour has been stolen from me in the mm. dead of night. Time thieves. You gotta watch out for them. Uh, you also have to watch out for our two fantastic guests this week. <laughs> to my left this week, it is a writer a master automator, uh, and the co-host of many podcasts, including, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, automators right here on Relay FM. It's Rosemary Orchard. Welcome back, Rose. Uh, hello. Thank you for having me. And uh, yes, I do host Automators. Congratulations. <laughs> you got <laughs> it right. To me. One okay, to Dan. me. No, congratulations to you for hosting the show. It's a good show. <laughs> uh, and to my left is the CRO at Art19. The uh, the writer of the Snuggy Sutra. I'm reading right <laughs> off of the Twitter uh, right here. Plus, co-host of Rebound, the Rebound, of course. Uh, that may have been the podcast Dan Morin was talking about. It's Lex Friedman. Hello, Lex. Hi. Hi. Thanks yeah. for having me. Happy to have you. Delighted to have you guys. I'm going to kick off this week's show. Uh, we saw a whole bunch of stories this week about uh, features that appear to be coming to iOS 14. I want to know uh, what appeals to you in that list of rumored features and what what is still missing, perhaps, that you feel like, oh, I've been waiting for this for so long. Rose, why don't you start us off? I'm going to go with the, the easy one of sleep tracking um, in the health app. And my primary reason for wanting this is because every time they show a do not disturb uh, sign on the screen at WWDC, I'm like, oh, it's sleep tracking. Um, I kind of don't care about do not disturb anymore. It's pretty good. Um, so give me sleep tracking built in and then we'll see uh, how other apps iterate to do that. Because, of course, I'm already tracking my sleep. Um, and so it would be nice to see, you know, what Apple are going to do so other apps can use that as a jumping off point and maybe include those things. Um, and I'm also, oh, my gosh, so intrigued by setting third party apps as defaults. Because I don't care about reminders. I want to use something else. I don't care about calendar. I want to use something else. Uh, I use airmail instead of email or mail. Um, and I, I I want that to be default. So I no longer have the, I have tapped on an email address. And oh, right. Now I need to copy it from mail and paste it over here. And then do this and go back and copy the subject and copy the body. And ugh. yes, so it would be great if if that. Yeah, really comes around. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, for me, I am interested. I, I don't know necessarily that you know it, it's an appeal to, for me, but I think it's interesting that there are reports that uh, Apple is working on improving trackpad mouse pointer support for iOS 14. Um, I, I find that fascinating. I think it'll be interesting to see uh, the story uh, that, that Apple tells at what may be a remote WWDC. Um, and I, I think that's going to be interesting. As far as, far as what's still missing, um, honestly, it's kind of what Rose is talking about there that, that seemed interesting. The idea that um, you would have sort of a list view for, uh, for, for your apps and that you'd get to 
just have a different way of interacting with everything. I think it'll be fascinating. So um, Springboard is due for a change. Hopefully it's a good one. And I think that that'll be uh, fascinating to, to see how they, how they uh, work that out. Lex, what about you? I am um, almost embarrassingly most excited about uh, iMessage getting more Slack-like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Slack is really, really good. Uh, for real-time or asynchronous communication and iMessage is merely okay at it and the the weakness between group chats and one-on-one conversations in iMessage uh, is dramatic so things like typing indicators and uh, I think I saw that you could do um, I'm guessing that you'll be able to do more uh, real-time reactions more customizable reactions to things that people are writing and just just overall improvements to to being able to mention people by name and tag them and that sort of thing it feels like very basic stuff for a group i messaging app whatsapp already does these things um but i like imessage i appreciate when i can write to people with blue bubbles so i'm excited <laughs> for uh blue bubble betterment which is i think what they're going to brand it as um in terms of of what's lacking i I really struggle with that question. Um, there are things that I, you know, wish worked better in general. And what I keep thinking about as I think, as I read about the potential for home screen customizations or, or list views, et cetera, is, you know, you get those serious suggestions, which are often relevant for me about what apps I might want to be using. But I could imagine uh, an option for a home screen that is optimized to what you use the most uh, automatically um, or that's looking at contextual clues about where you are and stuff. Because having it right there when I unlock my phone, like here are the things that you probably want to go do next, I think are nice. So that's, that's the thing that I was imagining as you two were talking, uh, that I thought could be interesting. Dan. Uh, I think that of all the stuff that's been talked about, uh, the, pa- the, the mouse and pointer support that Michael was discussing is, is really high up there. I'm fascinated to see how that plays out. The other one that's kind of interesting in terms of input methods is there's rumor that there'll be sort of an OCR for, uh, writing with the Apple pencil. And so there's already kind of a, you know, a feature in which it can recognize text in that if you write with handwriting in the notes app, you can search those notes, but it doesn't convert it to typed text. And the idea that you could just sort of use the Apple pencil in any text field and have it converted to text, I think is is cool, especially for someone like me whose handwriting is terrible. I don't know if I would end up using this more than just typing, but I can definitely think of scenarios where I would like to have the pencil and having to not having to switch back and forth between the pencil and either the software keyboard or the hardware keyboard could certainly seem beneficial. So I, I like that idea. I mean, obviously, handwriting recognition has been something Apple's played with since the Newton. Uh, and, you know, it, it got better than what the Newton originally had, but um, it, it's been a long time and we've had this pencil input for so long now and they haven't really done anything with that. I'm kind of intrigued to see uh, if they actually decide like, hey, yeah, this is good for more than just artists who want to draw things. Thank you for all your thoughts on that topic. Let's go to our second topic, which comes from Rose. Well, we've done software rumors. So there have been a bunch of hardware rumors this week about the Apple Watch. Um, And some of these, of course, are software related as well. But I am wondering, what feature needs to be added to the next Apple Watch to either make you upgrade or if you don't have one, make you buy one? Well, it was the feature that you actually mentioned in the 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 last question. I think I, I saw sleep tracking may finally, truly, finally, truly, finally be coming to the Apple Watch. Uh, that's been rumored over and over and over and over again and hasn't happened. Um, but I love the idea of having a sort of built-in 
sleep tracking system for the Apple Watch because I wear my Apple Watch already uh, every day and use it for all the other features that it has. So I think that's, uh, that, that's the one that I'm most looking forward to actually having and not having to sort of kick that off to third-party apps and do weird things with um, you know uh, charging at different times and, and putting it on the charger when I go to do this while I uh, wait for it to, to recharge after it tracking my sleep overnight. All that stuff that you have to do right now, I would love to not have to worry or think about in order to add that sleep tracking functionality to the Apple Watch. So fingers crossed that this is actually going to happen this time. Lex, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I uh, I was an original Apple Watch owner and then eventually stopped wearing it um, and got the Series 5 um, when they announced the always on screen. And that's my that remains my favorite feature of the Apple Watch is the always on screen. Um, I desperately want Apple to make all Apple Watch faces available to all Apple Watches. I never know how to pronounce the the brand but you know they they did the deal with hermes hermes oh, yeah and i yeah. want to use those hermes watch faces on my watch and i can't i don't know that they're ever going to change that but i just want to, that's that's the feature i want because i care most about the watch faces the thing i use the most i also think that it could be helpful if how do i say this basically if the apple watch could um, more easily allow you to customize its notifications. If you think about when you get notifications on iOS, there's that little ellipsis doohickey that comes up with the notifications on the phone now where you can say, I I don't want this app to bother me anymore. Like, don't don't make it deliver quietly or whatever. I wish I could do that with Apple Watch notifications in real time. And then I think that both, frankly, iOS and Apple Watch need to snooze notifications from this particular app for this period of time. That's Those are the things that I want. Sometimes I want stuff to happen in my wrist and sometimes I don't. Like on election night uh, or during primary days when there's a whole lot of election results and I don't care to see them and the news app keeps wanting to tell me all of them. I don't like that. <laughs> Leave my wrist alone. <laughs> I um, There's not a lot of hardware things. I mean, I, I'm on a Series 4 so I don't have the always on screen and I definitely do covet Loser. it a bit. Uh, but other than that like it's hard to think of things to add the hardware though i will say if we're going sort of pie in the sky i would like them to see continuing to add more health sensors i think finding a way to measure blood pressure which is pretty challenging i'm not sure you can actually do it with the kind of technology we have right now but finding a way to do that would obviously be a huge boon to a lot of people um from a sort of software side uh, i kind of agree with lex the watch face thing is you know it's your main entry into the apple watch and i think they need to get better about what they offer not just offering more stuff or uh, the ability to use those different watch faces from different models but also finally opening up to third-party development um they've been really it seems really reluctant to do that um i think that there is just you know a strong arguments that you have this infinitely customizable device on your wrist and you're still locked into these handful of ways that apple wants to let you do actually display stuff and i just feel like there are so many possible advantages there to opening it up to allowing a lot of other people to develop watch faces so i'm hopeful that that will show up sooner rather than later rose any last thoughts Yes, I'm very pleased to tell Lex that one of his features is already here. If you swipe right on a notification from right to left, you can actually control it, which is something I only discovered the other day because I was getting really annoyed by, guess what, a bunch of news notifications Holy that I crap, didn't watch on my wrist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so congratulations. We've already got WatchOS 7. Uh, no, I, I want to be on really... Clockwise every week now. This is how this works. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I really... 
just like Mike, I, I want the the built-in sleep tracking so that you don't have to open a specific app on your watch or or switch to a specific uh, face. I am dying though for automatically switch my watch face based on where I am and mm, when it is because mm, that would be nice. great you know I get home from work and it switches my watch face to this information because I've connected to this Wi-Fi network and it's after 4 p.m. or something like that um, and you know th- that would be really for me killer because if you add a few more watch faces but even if you don't add that many more watch faces maybe you just say developers can create watch faces maybe for the time being they can't be always on or they can't update more than you know once every like minute other than the seconds uh element or something like that um you know then we'll really see some innovation but i think for me the killer feature would be automatically changing my watch face yeah, I like that. I want the leisure watch face when I get home. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. It does sound great. That is two topics down, two topics to go, which of course means it is halftime here at Clockwise. And this week's episode of Clockwise is brought to you by our good friends at Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or managing your enterprise's infrastructure, Linode has the pricing, support, and scale you need to take your project to the next level. They have 11 data centers worldwide, including their newest data center in Sydney, Australia. And with their enterprise-grade hardware, S3-compatible storage option, and their next-generation network, Linode delivers the performance you expect at a surprisingly good price. Get started on Linode today with a $20 credit for listeners of this show, and you will get access to native SSD storage, a 40-gigabit network, and industry-leading processors, plus nano plans starting as low as $5, plus dedicated CPU plans with physical cores reserved just for you, and, of course, block storage and object storage that can scale to your storage requirements. And way way more go to linode.com slash clockwise and use promo code clockwise 2020 when creating a new linode account and you'll get 20 dollars credit towards your next project oh and linode is hiring right now so if that's something that interests you go to linode.com slash careers to find out more once again that's linode.com slash clockwise and promo code clockwise 2020 for that 20 dollars credit our thanks to linode for their support of this show and all of relay fm and that is halftime which means i turned it right over to micah well, thank you for turning right over to me. I have a question for you. I got a notification late, late I don't know why I said it like that, late last night, that said, hey, you've been to a few locations today. This is day one. Uh, would you like to leave a, a little journal about what you did today? And I said no. But um, I'm curious if you do any digital journaling stuff, uh, whether it is something like day one where you're meant to, to leave thoughts and things each day or take a photo every day or if you consider your instagram to be your digital journaling platform um do you do any digital journaling and if not i guess analog journaling i'm curious about as well lex what about you nope uh but i can expand (laughs) um i i do take a decent amount of photos and you know when i left facebook at the end of last year the the thing that i was truly saddest to give up um besides knowing everyone's political views at all time was uh the memories i do like the on this day feature that facebook provides and so when i downloaded my facebook archive i made a little locally running script on my computer so that i can see what the on this day things would have been each day and then i also made sure that amazon and google uh, in addition to my phone had all my photos so that i can hit up all their kind of equivalents of on this day um so I, I i look to see my historic photos so i can know what was going on each day but that's it i don't do anything else uh that's that's long form journal i used to blog a lot and that felt like it was a form of journaling but i don't do that anymore now all of my thoughts are uh locked down in podcast form 
Uh, I too was sad when Lex lost all of his memories. It was a real Thank struggle you. for everybody. <laughs> I tried doing a podcast with him every week. I also do Who not do any digital journaling. I've never really been, you know, like other than a few uh, sparse times in my past, I've, I haven't really done a lot of journaling. And I've always, I've been a little sad by it. It doesn't really motivate me, but like my grandfather kept journals like, you know, for years and years and years. And there is still in my parents' attic. Um, and it was just, it's cool to be able to go back and look at those things and see like his memories of stuff that happened on certain days. And my mother does some journaling as well. Um, but for me, it's just never, it's never been really something that captured me. Um, so digital or analog, I haven't really spent a lot of time doing it, but yeah, it's, I, I feel like it's also, there's some laziness to it. Like my mother would always say like, oh, just at least write down like what the weather was like. I'm like, you could just go look up what the weather was like on that day. We have all that information. You know, nobody needs me to write that down. Um, so I guess I always feel like what, what I don't, I don't really, I don't really haven't really developed the purpose for it myself. So I appreciate those who do it, but it's, it's not really my thing. Rose, what about you? I have a series of guests automated journals um, where i uh, where i have a bunch of stuff d- logged for me automatically so uh, i attempt to use uh swarm to check in in places and i take photos and post them on instagram and things like that and of course these end up in my day one because i've got that set up to do that um which i'm i'm really appreciating because it means that even though i'm you know, posting these things elsewhere, somewhere else, you know, I still have this in a nice, easy to digest format. Um, And I've set it up as well with a bit of if this and that to automatically grab like podcasts that uh, I've posted that have posted um, and put those in there and my blog posts and all of those things. Um, So I, I have a series of automated journal setups. Um, I also have a few shortcuts, which I try to remember to run to prompt me to journal. Um, but I have got a bit off the bandwagon there. I would like to get back on, especially as a lot of my life is going to be changing in the next couple of weeks. Um, and it might be a good idea to at least capture some of this information as I go, but, uh, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. I, uh, thank you all, uh, of course, for your answers on that. I don't really, I don't do a whole lot of digital journaling. I occasionally will uh, do some some analog journaling, write out my thoughts and things like that. And uh, what is it? Stream of consciousness writing. Uh, but I was just curious if there were any any secrets processes in place that uh, would help me do that more often. Because I when I do do it, I do find it valuable. But uh, can't seem to convince my brain that it's something I should do regularly. So. Uh, thank you. Let's move on to our final topic, which comes from Lex. I feel like digital journaling is when you write down all the stuff that's like emotional and for fun and like the the relaxed part. And my question is basically about all the, the chore journaling instead. Uh, there's still innovation in, in to-do apps and in note-taking apps on various Apple platforms. So, but I want to know what everybody's using for their calendar, for to-dos or reminders, and uh, for note-taking. What apps or services, if any, that you're using for those three things, calendar, to-dos, and uh, notes. Calendar, to do's and notes well calendar i use calendar uh and that's because it's there and it does about you know 90 percent of what i needed to do i you know i see the appeal of things like fantastical but i just don't have enough calendar needs that i really end up using it that much um so yeah i stick with calendar for reminder 2d stuff i do reminders um for the most part 
And I also have a, uh, a sort of a system in my inbox where I flag stuff um, that I can go back to. And I've got different categories based on different flags. And so I sort of use that as a moving queue of stuff that I need to do or respond to or whatever. Uh, and then for notes, I actually, I use notes. I mean, it, again, the the virtue of Apple stuff is that even if it's not the, you know, the most powerful or the, you know, most, uh, you know, complex tool it does most of what I needed to do, and it exists on every platform, and it syncs. Uh, and when you know, as long as stuff is working well in iCloud, it syncs very reliably. So I take a lot of notes in Notes these days. I have a whole bunch of folders and subfolders and stuff like that for different projects that I'm working on. Uh, and it tends to be sort of just my my go to place for writing something down when I just have something I need to remember. So yeah, I, I kind of use mostly Apple's just built in tools because I haven't found anything that works quite as seamlessly for me, and that really reducing friction and making it so it's not a pain i have to remember which app i'm using uh is really kind of the thing that that draws me to these tools rose uh i am the opposite of dan i'm pretty much (laughs) not using any of the apple stuff um so for task management in general it's pretty much omnifocus 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 um with a little bit of Airtable sprinkled in for some other complex projects because some things need like their own database and kanban boards and calendar views and all of that stuff which Airtable is pretty good at um, God, you sound then, like you wrote the book on OmniFocus. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. Uh, one of them. Um, and then um, for uh, calendars, I am using Calzones uh, by mm-hmm. underscore David Smith here on Relay FM uh, because I deal with a lot of time zones. Um, <laughs> and when I'm not using Calzones, um, which has a great name, which means that you should just use it for that, um, I use Fantastical because that also supports time zones and it supports calendar groups, which is pretty useful when you're dealing with like, okay, do I, am I doing the jobby job at the moment? Am I doing the not jobby job? Am I trying to figure out where my parents are and what they're doing? And there's a whole bunch of stuff in there, which I like about the calendar sets. And then on the notes front, while I'm taking the notes and editing the notes and stuff like that, it lives in drafts. Like if I'm going to be doing anything text-based, it's in drafts. Um, and then when I'm finished, I archive it off into my reference system. Um, and my reference system is flexible depending on what it is, but mostly Devon think nowadays. Uh, so my, my to do app is do, um, I really don't use a, a sort of, uh, to do management app outside of the needing to be constantly bugged about a thing, uh, until I do it. And then once I finally do it, then I can say, I've done that thing. Um, as for my note taking app, most of the time that's notes, although I keep seeing people using uh, drafts and getting so much out of it. I think Rosemary, I've asked you uh, on multiple occasions to talk to me about drafts, and you always do, and you say very cool things about it, make me want to use it. And I just, I have, uh, I've not, not stuck with it, but I think that it's pretty cool. But in the meantime, I just, like I said, use the Notes app for iOS. Uh, as for calendar, Fantastical has been my calendar baby for a long time. Um, I love Fantastical and would be would be an absolute wreck without it. So <laughs> I definitely use that. Um, yeah, those those are those are mine. I mostly stick to what uh, Apple provides, but um, certainly for for my calendar i have to go for a third party service well i uh i do use fantastical i will say that i'm struggling a little bit in the fantastical fantastical 3 era uh only because on the mac it 
there's some kind of memory leak situation happening, and so I have to restart my calendar every day <laughs> because it starts using three or more uh, gigabytes of RAM, and that's unacceptable to me. <laughs> um, the I use Fantastic Cal on iOS, and it <laughs> in version three um, has a new feature where uh, I have to wait a beat before I see what's on my calendar, and that makes me crazy. So I'm not giving up. I'm I'm trying to stick with it, but uh, it is it is less. Uh, my beloved calendar than it once was, and I miss it, and I hope it comes back to the beloved state soon. Um, for notes, I am uh, I'm polynotorous. I, I use <laughs> notes for a whole lot of things that I keep in sync oh between God. devices. I use uh, BB Edit on my Mac with lots and lots of documents that I just save to Dropbox uh, for whenever I want to do rapid-fire text and I'm sitting down at my laptop. Um, almost all of my notes in the Notes app start on iOS and then I can get them from my Mac too. And then I have also taken to uh, Tot from the Icon Factory um, as a, a Mac-only place to keep notes that I want to access and then not keep for long term. Like that's that's short-lived fleeting notes is where those go. I don't know. And then for reminders, for a long time, I was a reminders app person. I really liked it and I liked that I could add things with Siri very quickly. And I will still occasionally set a reminder with Siri uh, on iOS, but uh, in the past month or so, I switched to Todoist, uh, which is, you know, works on every device that I have. And well, not my refrigerator, but it, it works really well. And it handles to do's the same way that I think about them, which I really appreciate. So that's why I've been keeping a lot of those recently. It's, it's been working okay. Wow. All right. Well, that is four topics down. We have just enough time for a bonus topic. But before we get to that, I would like to take this opportunity to tell you that this episode of Clockwise is brought to you by DevonThink, the flagship product from Devon Technologies, which we just heard Rose speak so kindly of a moment before. It's a professional document and information management application for the Mac that helps you collect, file, organize, edit, and annotate all kinds of documents without ever leaving the app. Place live web pages like documents loaded in Google Docs seamlessly next to local files, organize documents in groups and subgroups, tag them, or both, whatever suits your workflow. DevonThink has a ton of useful features. Smart groups let you create different views of your data. Integrated AI assists you with filing and searching. Archive all your email with the enhanced email archiver and scan your paper documents. Flexible Sync supports iCloud, Dropbox, any web dev server, and direct connections with everything securely encrypted. You can create smart rules and add flexible reminders to any document. They even let non-programmers easily automate many parts of the workflow, so you can delegate the boring, repeating tasks to DevonThink. And DevonThink 3 has a beautiful, modernized user interface and dark mode support, plus their iOS companion app, so you can take DevonThink on the go. And a completely rewritten web interface makes it ideal for small to medium-sized teams. You can get 10% off DevonThink 3 or upgrade to it right now. Just go to devontechnologies.com slash clockwise. That's devontechnologies.com slash clockwise for 10% off. Our thanks to Devon Technologies for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right. Bonus topic for you out there. We, uh, we're all washing our hands, right? What song do you sing to make sure that you're washing your hands long enough? Or what other hand wash timing routine do you have, Rose? Well, I was going to go with Bohemian Rhapsody, but washing my hands for five and a half minutes seems like a, a lot of work. Um, so I, I've been sticking with one that I stole from Aline Sims on Twitter. Uh, row, row, row your boat. If you sing it twice, that's long enough. Um, and uh, But that said, I did find this really great website called washyourlyrics.com, mm-hmm. where you can input a song title and an artist, and it will generate the lyrics for you with uh, the steps that you should be doing at each part of the lyrics. So. Uh, I introduced to you one that I just saw on Twitter. Novel coronavirus <laughs> has a lipid outer shell. Washing your hands correctly sends it back to virus hell. And you just repeat that until your hands are clean. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 
I have been relying on Theme from Flood by the Michael Giants, <laughs> the leadoff track from their album Flood. And uh, my kids are singing it too, uh, although one of my daughters sometimes prefers the chorus from Africa. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm, I'm auditioning new songs. I try a couple different things every once in a while, uh, but I, I honestly have to, I've stuck with this, the stalwart of just singing Happy Birthday <laughs> twice, uh, which I sing to myself, and that way I always feel like it's my birthday. Oh, you sing it with your name in there? That's amazing. Oh, no, I sing to me. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I don't want other Dan's to get confused. Come on. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for your answers to that bonus topic. We have reached the end of the show, and all that remains is for us to thank our fantastic guest this week, Rosemary Orchard. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me, and a very merry birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> and Lex Friedman, thank you so much for joining us. As I always say, it's clockwise or not wise. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, Micah will be back next week, but Lex won't be here because I've just made that decision. <laughs> Until then, however, we remind all of you listening out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. Bye.